Temperatures had already climbed into the 90s by 9.30 a.m. on June 10, 2008, and the forecast was calling for a high of 105 degrees. Under mostly cloudy skies, Detective Flores and his team prepared to execute a search warrant on the Mesa home of Travis Victor Alexander. The two-story southwestern-style residence had been secured with yellow tape and was under steady police guard. No one was allowed to enter or leave the premises without signing a log. It was a little before 10 a.m. when homicide investigators, donning plastic booties and latex gloves, climbed the carpeted stairs of the home and entered the master bedroom suite through double entry doors. Investigators had been instructed to focus primarily on the victim and the surrounding area where his body had been discovered, basically the master bedroom and master bath. The team had been briefed that the homeowner had been found dead in the master bathroom shower, and it was unknown how long he had been there. The master suite was quite large and tastefully decorated in a soft palette of browns and yellows. A beige cut pile carpet covered the floor, a dark wood sleigh bed, matching end tables and identical black table lamps with tiny white shades gave the room a homey feel. A comfy upholstered love seat was nestled in front of a big window, its matching ottoman draped by a cozy blanket. Hanging in a dark wood frame over the bed was a piece of traditional art. The master bedroom had a large walk-in closet, and a long tiled hallway led to the master bath, which had a cherry wood vanity topped by a double sink, a big jacuzzi-styled tub, a standalone shower, and a separate toilet area. A huge blood stain on the carpet at the entrance to the bathroom hallway immediately caught the detective's attention. He noted that the blood was dry and appeared as if it had been there for several days. There was also a large amount of dried blood on the floor tiles leading to the bathroom and along the entire length of both walls. Upon closer examination, the detective observed a slight strip of blood down the center of one tile, which he could not immediately explain. Since the hallway was awash with blood, the officers entered through the large walk-in closet, which had a second door that also led into the bathroom. While the closet itself was pristine, with Travis's shirts, pants, and shoes meticulously arranged on built-in cabinets, the bathroom on the other side of the closet door was a scene of carnage. There was blood everywhere, on the light brown tiles of the floor, on the walls, even on the window blinds. The gruesome sight of a man's bloody and bloated body crammed into the shower was compounded by the horrific smell of decomposing flesh that permeated the room. The position of Travis's body was particularly odd. He was crumpled face up on the shower floor, his legs bent in a frog-like position, and his neck and head bent forward and to the side, exposing a gaping wound to his neck. It looked as if he had been stuffed into the shower and left there to rot. Detective Flores first noted the large amount of spatter on the northernmost sink and on the mirror above it. Sections of the blood appeared to have been diluted, as if water had been dropped there, while other areas looked like heavy spurting from an artery. There was also a mix of diluted blood and heavier spatter inside and around the sink, Flores determined the faucet must have been running and then was switched off at some point while the victim continued to bleed.
Smears of blood on the counter in front of the sink looked as though bloody hands had gripped the area. The investigators searching the bathroom took special care as they maneuvered around the large, thick pools of dried blood all over the floor. They observed that the blood on the floor had a similar pattern to the blood in the sink, a combination of light, diluted areas beneath heavy areas of spatter. To explain this unusual pattern occurring all over the bathroom, Detective Flores scoured the room, looking for a clue. What he discovered was a cardboard box in the linen closet next to the sink that was stained with a reddish watermark a few inches up from the floor. The location of the stain told him that the bathroom floor had been drenched in water at some time after the killing. A spent shell casing in one of the dried blood puddles near the sink had not been immediately visible. Flores carefully...